Join two friends as they journey through a combined love of the wonderment of witchcraft. Walk the witch path with your hosts Jenna and Shondi as they delve into occult feminism, astrology, spells, and much more magic as they explore what's brewing in Canadian conjuring. Welcome to Witch's Brew. How's it going? So far, so good. It is a Tuesday, and I'm feeling great. That's good. How are you? I'm also doing great. I'm tired a little. I just worked all day, and I got really hungry at the end of the day, which is always not great for me. Why not? Being hungry is, like, my favorite thing. Yeah, but, like, when you're, like, past it, and, like, you're hangry, and you're just, like, so hungry, oh, you yeah. want to puke. <laughs> That's but eating is so good. Eating is the fucking best. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So, well, welcome all to Witch's Brew. Yeah. <laughs> That's my cackle. I got to work on it. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, <laughs> I did. Uh, I've. I've been uh, just chilling out here for a minute and I bought these beeswax candles. They're like a little, like half an hour, tiny little skinny wish candles. They're adorable. Did you buy them at the farmer's market with your new boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bought them and he was standing outside. Actually, no, he was right there. Anyway. Yes, I did. Aww. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just lit the first one. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was going to last for a little bit longer, but as soon as I hit the turn on button for mm-hmm. uh, recording, it went pop. Well, it was kind of neat, and then it went out, but it's kind of cool. Huh, that's neat. I love, I'm not a candle person. I never really have been, um, but I do see, like, a lot of the value in witchcraft and, like, magic with the candles, and I know, like, some of you candle witches out there are like, are you fucking kidding me? Candle magic is the best, but it's not something that I have like an inherent attraction to. So I'm trying to, you know, like think about it and learn about it. But uh, I picked up some like, yeah, like cute little beeswax birthday size candles. And I was like, I can handle this level of candle. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. I think mine are like yeah. birthday size. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a quick thing. You're Here's a quick spell. I'm going to do this. Like, not that I don't have the staying power to do longer things, but I really just don't like having things burning in my house for long. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't like my setup right now, then. <laughs> I'm using a candle in a shell that I, you know, lit the bottom on, so the wax was warm, and so I stuck it on the shell, and I'm on a bed, on a polyester <laughs> bed, so I mean, be smarter than me, guys. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I like laid down because I was like, mm, I'm just gonna rest my eyes here in my little uh, crystal circle here. And then I was like, Fuck, what am I gonna do with this candle? And then I was like, Just held it up and just kind of relaxed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you make do. So, you know. We've decided that the next episode is gonna be the and the season finale of our first season, season one. Dun, dun, dun. And then we're going to take a really short break, and then we're going to come back for September sometime, right? 
Probably. That's yeah. right. That's the dream. We're going to enjoy some summertime, get the uh, pure relaxation on the go. Yeah, you can go to more farmer's markets with your new boyfriend. Well, I could go by myself too, Jenna. <laughs> I could go by myself too. Oh my God. What level of like, are you guys like the hand holding all the time in public level of like new relationship? <laughs> oh my God. No, we are the in our flannel pajamas at the farmer's market on a Saturday morning with dirty old Robin's coffee. Me digging oh. through my tits for change. Fucking Robin's coffee. Oh, it's man. It's so gross. It's so gross because they don't have anything else here. Everyone's all like, oh, Canada, you got your Tim Hortons and your Tim Bits and all that shit. And Tim Hortons is fucking gross, FYI. But then you have like the discount brand of like coffee chain, mostly only in the East Coast. And it's called Robin's Coffee. And it's so bad. (laughs) It's very awful. I think like it's probably the one here is probably the only one left in the world, I wouldn't doubt. Yeah. My favorite is oh, they well, have those, yeah. uh, they're like the, the donut, like the tiny donuts or the donut holes as maybe, I don't know what you call them in like the States or other parts of the world up here. So like Tim Hortons calls them Timbits. They call them Robin's eggs. Fucking nasty. Okay. So I got to just cause we're on this conversation here. That fucking day. Uh, I got an iced coffee and I was like, fuck, they can't fuck this up. And I was very fucking wrong. I literally thought it was just going to be coffee and ice <laughs> with a little bit of milk because I wanted a little bit of milk in it because I don't really actually like coffee. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it was the most disgusting thing. I took a sip and went, nope, dumped her out the window. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't even, I can't even explain it. Like, it's just disgusting like they tried to make their own like flavor base or something and it was just not working no no it's like everything's always stale everything's always like cold and gross it's just not great you're just it's not even worth it but then you're like yeah anyways look up their commercials online if you have a sec they have like the worst commercials ever like to the point where you're like you had money for a commercial but I guess not a lot because it's real bad. Like they're half trying. They're trying. Let them try. Anyways, look up the commercials right. if you, you want to chuckle. Sweet. All right, I'm going to take a quick bit. B-A. A quick break. You like my Scottish mm. accent? I'm going to take a quick break there. <laughs> okay, I'm going out on that. All right, we'll be back in a sec with our speaking spell. Level A, press go to begin. W-I-T-C-H. You win, press go to do some more. We're back, live at five. Your host, Steve Murphy, Cindy Dick. Start nothing. <laughs> oh star oh my god star we go way back <laughs> what a, yeah you do <laughs> she's an aquarius her birthday's february 2nd i still know that i'm not surprised and i'm not surprised she's an aquarian oh god female aquarians fuck 
And also, oh, easy there. <laughs> I also know her name is Star with two R's. Oh, Star. Uh, so yeah, we're back with Speak and Spell, and today's magical letter is the letter J. J J J J No, No, you already had C. Oh my God, I just realized last time was C. Hey, that's fucked up. It's almost like it's magic because we didn't pick these letters. No. We had tiny people pick these letters. Come here, small children. Pick us a letter out of the hat. Come closer to the cauldron. <laughs> and, and we'll you feed you some soup that we made in the cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could use a new cauldron, not gonna lie. I have a cute, tiny fucking cauldron that I can, like, burn oh. in. It's so cute. My and sister has one that's very similar, and I just want to fight you both for them. I love it. Go buy one. Hey, yep. hey. And actually, your partners each bought them for you. Oh, you bought holes. Ah, uh, maybe your boyfriend will buy one at a witchy farmer's market for you. <laughs> how, about, how about we ease back here, pal? <laughs> Uh, serious talk though I'm very happy for you that you can have a hand holding farmer's market boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) in her jammies legit jammies too heavy fleecy in the middle of a heat wave Um, alright anyway Belleville Um, alright we're doing J you want to go first you go first girl I'll go first so for my J for my crystal I chose Jasper so I'm fairly certain if you remember from my quartz episode, you might remember me mentioning that Jasper is in the family of quartz. Hmm. If you didn't, now you do. <laughs> Go back and listen if you haven't listened to it already. Um, so Jasper is uh, in the quartz family. I know that quartz is clear. I know that amethyst is pretty clear. And same with citrine, also in the same family. Jasper's pretty opaque. You can't really see through it. The reason is because when Jasper forms, it starts out as quartz, and then coarse sediment or clay gets involved in the whole scenario there, like the scene, jumps in, and then starts, you know, rolling over, mulling itself over, and becoming a crystal, and depending on what sediment or clay or um, types of sand that are around, that pops into the Jasper, and that's why Jasper is opaque. Huh. Because of that, yeah, because of that, because that those minerals are built directly into the jasper, it is very connected to the earth. So this is the type of stone that you want to use when you're trying to ground yourself, when you're trying to find stability, because it, it connects you with that, that healing element of the earth. And because Where do you of that, find it in the earth? Is it all over the place or like, like kind of native to certain continents? Uh, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. Nice. Quartz itself is pretty much everywhere. Um, until we get into like our emeralds or like our lapis lazuli, um, mm. tiger's eye, that stuff that gets a little, that gets a little, uh, what do you call it? What's the word? Regional? Yeah, let's call it regional. Yeah, it gets a bit regional. But for now, uh, Jasper is pretty much 
You can find, you can, obviously, you're going to find specific types of jasper more prevalent in certain areas. So, like, in PEI, let's say, where they have the clay sand or sandy type, silty type, you know, dirt. <laughs> you're going to find more of it there uh, as opposed to um, somewhere that doesn't have clay native to their uh, region. Anyhow. So because it is such a connected to the earth type stone and it is great for grounding and healing, it is called the Supreme Nurturer. So that gives you tranquility, wholeness, provides protection, absorbs negative energy. And there are many different colors of Jasper. So you've got Dalmatian Jasper, which is like a spotted Jasper. You've got red Jasper, yellow Jasper. You've got ocean Jasper. You've got um, all kinds. Uh, the list goes on. I highly suggest taking a peek and, I, well, I am going to kind of hone in here on two of them. I'm going to hone in on red and yellow because they're my favorites. And uh, so red jasper here, it is associated with the base chakra. So your sacral chakra. And it promotes your life force. It builds your stamina. This is the zone of endurance. So if you have something that you need to do that you're kind of just putting off, grab some red jasper. It encourage, encourages your happy attitudes and it's really the, the stone that you want around you when you feel like you want to chase your dreams. It gives you that extra bit of motivation. That's cool. So the, it's, it's like, okay, I was going to wait, but I'm going to do it now. So when I was, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. When I was at the farmer's market. In oh my God. Yeah, I know. It was, I was going to tell the story and now I just feel like a major cheese ball. But this was like 15 years ago. So let's leave it at that. This is pre-everything. Shandy has a long history with farmers, Mark. <laughs> you are one to talk. I know. I literally look like, at them like every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, so calm TF down. Um, but yeah, I was at the Seaport Farmer's Market in Halifax, and there was this, I don't know, I might have been 25 or 26, actually. Anyway, I was walking through, and I saw this uh, necklace. There's all these, like, crystals like everywhere this is the one this is the story of the one that got away and i saw this piece of red jasper and it was so brilliant and unique and i could fucking feel it calling to me and it was like 40 bucks and i was like don't spend 40 bucks on a necklace genre i was like you're cheap and you're gonna lose your house you can't spend 40 bucks on <laughs> to this day i fucking regret not buying that necklace damn to this day, i can see it i can feel it so that is one of the stories. I have many stories of things that got away that were calling to me. Don't let it happen to you, okay? Ooh, maybe we should do an episode on the things that got away. There you go. That's a good one. Next season. Yeah. Next next season, full show. So I'm just going to wrap up here with Yellow Jasper. It is uh, associated with your uh, sacral chakra. And it's yellow. <laughs> and it's, so it's associated a lot with the sun. Um, it reduces anxiety and stress and it increases your self-confidence. So all of these crystals have different types of, um, so these are the healing properties within your like spiritual psychic aura kind of realm, but within your actual physical body, the yellow Jasper, it actually most, most Jasper, but especially yellow Jasper helps release toxins from your body and allow and promotes the um, organization of your organs. I know that sounds funny, but it does. 
it really helps your nervous system and your endocrine system, especially, especially yellow jasper in your endocrine system keeps those um, hormones in check, helps keep everything where it's kind of supposed to be. So if you're having any, yeah, so if you're having any kind of um, hormonal issues or if you're having any kidney or endocrine type issues, maybe hang on to some yellow jasper. And all jasper is, especially, all jasper um, is is very good for you if you have like a um, a prolonged stay at a hospital or if you have a long-term illness because it helps promote all of that um, good stuff, all of that moving around of the, the good energy and releasing the toxins from your body and helps you heal. And that's Jasper. I just learned so much about Jasper. I knew none of that. It's one of those crystals that everybody kind of overlooks. Huh. I like that. Yeah. Nice one. Well done, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So my J word is Juniper. Oh, Girl, you know I love gin. <laughs> right? Okay, so <laughs> juniper is an evergreen, and it's also a conifer. So it's not a cedar, but often like people are using the term cedar when they're talking about juniper, but it's not quite the same. So you really need to kind of get into your, your like, ID. There's over, like, 50 different types of juniper, um, but there's a lot of, like, wild-growing ones. So you got to get out your field guide, take a look-see before you're harvesting anything that you think might be juniper. Um, it's kind of like a lower growing sprawling bush, less a tree, really big. It's almost as if it like forms in the middle and then just branches out in this like wacky way. <clears throat> so juniper is an herb of Saturn and Jupiter and the element associated with juniper is fire. So, yeah, uh, it's lit. So in a culinary sense, Juniper would traditionally be used for like flavoring meats. It's supposed to like cut the grease of meats and like roast and game and stuff. It complements as well. Um, it's used in like some ground spice blends um, and commonly used in like sauerkraut as well as where you might see it kind of a little more Eastern European vibe on the go. And then it's most famous use is in gin. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Juniper. And I am going to come back to gin. That's going to, that'll, that'll be my closer. We're going to come back to the gin. Okay. So medicinally, <laughs> um, again, Shandi and I are not doctors or trained herbalists. We're just two buds chatting about magical shit on a podcast. So before you are going to ingest something or touch something in a big way, um, just be careful, do your research because juniper it's not as safe as like calendula from the last episode. Juniper has a lot of intensity to it. So do be warned. If you're pregnant, don't fuck with it. Um, so I guess historically, like one of Juniper's like folk names is Bastard Killer. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I was like, Bastard Killer. And then I was like, oh, that's why. Because it's a long-standing herbal abortion herb. So it was one of those ways yes. to kind of... Yeah, right? Yeah, bastard killer. Who knew? Uh, lots of people did, apparently. So um, if you're pregnant, yeah. I was like, that one is not, I hadn't come across juniper in that sense. But yeah. Anyway, so if you're pregnant, do not consume or work with juniper. Um, it's also, so it's also, in addition to being an amenagogue, 
which is what gets your period going and herbs that can bring on your period. Um, it's also an abortifactant, which means it's going to, it could end a pregnancy. So watch out. Uh, Juniper has antifungal and antimicrobial properties. Um, but the berries can also be toxic when they're consumed in larger amounts. And it can also fuck with your blood sugar. So if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, it's not really an herb that you want to be working with in a big way. Um, but it is kind of good. Like you see it, it's like a system flush too. So like it'll flush your kidneys out. Um, but again, you, you need to do a lot of research there. And if you have any pre-existing conditions um, about diabetes, diabetes and stuff like that you're gonna want to stay away from it yeah ah, right yeah Damn. yeah juniper um so in terms of like magical uses of juniper my three like keywords for it are to banish to protect and to purify um juniper has like a long-standing history as a fumigant so kind of used in like smoke cleansing um, used to cleanse spaces, tools, and commonly hung in like doorways, houses, barns, um, places to kind of, or like hospitals, places where you want to banish like negative energy and protect whatever space that you've got there. Um, it also has a lot of historical uses in embalming and in, uh, especially in Egypt, most people, yeah, 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 there was one, and then one of the famous like I don't know, like tombs dug up. One of the mummies was like had four juniper berries in their hand as if it was like payment to the, you know, or passage to the afterlife. And that's also what juniper is good for too. It's really good if you're doing hedge work and threshold themed work because as you kind of hover between two things and seek passage, juniper is there to like protect you and mm -hmm. help guide you, which I think is pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And if you're so like, I am a huge, huge fan of like smoke cleansing with herbs, like huge, Girl. love it. Yeah. Do it all the time. Like disgusting. Yo, yeah. Like so much. Like I just smell like burnt herbs all the fucking time. And I love it. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. But I guess, I mean, just like me and candles, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't do that shit. I'm sure there's some of you out that are like, I don't, I don't really know what to do or anything like that. So give it a whirl. Try it out. You know what I mean? Um, if you're going to buy those herbs for smoke cleansing, make sure you're not doing it in a really shitty way. Also make sure like things like Palo Santo and like white sage are being like over harvested. And those are kind of things that are more specific to cultures. Uh, so you have to watch out not to be an asshole and kind of like be appropriating uh, certain people's like specific ways of cleansing. Um, so there's a lot of people that sell sustainably harvest herbs for such purposes like fumigation and smoke cleansing. So just make sure you're not being a fucking asshole when you're seeking that stuff out. Um, and let's see. So juniper is also really good at protecting. So one of its things that keep coming up when you do a bit of research into it is, uh, it's good at protecting yourself from theft, or if something has been taken from you, uh, it aids you in recovering that thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it might be a good thing to kind of like, have I like to fill my property or like outside my doorways and things like that with like magical herbs so it could be something good to have on a property you know what I mean 
I feel like you just like increased the level. So now I'm going to be walking around and with whole cloves, unground black pepper, and now juniper berries in my goddamn pockets. Nice. Shove it in the bra. Girl, I'm going to stink. Um, yeah. And like when you're fumigating, like when you're smoke cleansing, your goal really is to like banish evil and negative energy. And so juniper has been used a lot for that, where it's like cleansing and banishing like disease and negative energy and evil kind of are like the traditional uses for that. Now, the other thing juniper does uh, is it has a lot of like virility magic to it. Ooh. And yeah, I was like, ooh la la. So it has a lot of power to draw love and sex to you and increase potency and virility. Gin is um, the mover. So that's what I want to talk about. I'm like, is that why gin is like a fucking like the horniest booze? Well, I mean, the Scorpio horny one was pretty horny. That was fucking insanely horny. You know, we should try another one where we put yes. juniper berries in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Also, okay. spoiler alert, we're going to get drunk in the next episode. No, uh, season, season two over now. Yeah. So, oh uh, yes. also, I want to, like, just, you know, light a metaphor metaphorical candle for lemon gin. Now, I think that's more of an East Coast thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big time. It is disgusting. What's it, it called? Is. I think it's like the brand is called Tom Collins Lemon Gin, which is All ridiculously right. misleading. Next episode, we should drink lemon gin. Girl, what is it? Grade nine, I'm going to a Port Hawkesbury dance? Fucking fuck. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't know. Maybe we should take a poll. We'll, we'll put a poll out later this week that's going like, what are we going to get drunk on? Lemon gin, more Scorpio wine, other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, lemon gin is fucking has a huge, crazy reputation for just like what happened. I just, you know, yeah, had an oh, open can, and like can, a million other whatever things. Yeah, I, I can vouch for that. That is correct. I did a lot of things that I did not want to do while drinking lemon gin. <laughs> and I can't I think I've had like a sip or so but like they don't really I'm gonna have to see if they got it I don't think they do much out here because yeah anytime in oh. Nova Scotia everyone's like bring me back some lemon gin <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wink no, wink no, I'm not Oh my gosh. Okay. You're doing maybe maybe that's why. Like if there's all this like virility and kind of like sexy energy going on, like maybe that's one of the reasons why gin is so intense. But let's talk a little bit more about the virility and the potency. So there's a few spells in one of the book I have, like five thousand spells by Judica Isles, which is a super great reference book. It's so great. You're just like, oh, what do I want to learn about? Oh, my God. There's 80 different spells for that thing. A lot of historical stuff, too, where it's like, okay, all right, sure. Um, anyway, so there's a few in that one because she really just pulls from, like, a million other books, too. Um, so it's kind of, like, involving soaking the berries in vinegar or in wine and applying that mixture to your bits or your parts 
Um, if you want to like really draw in some, uh, especially, I guess it draws in a lot of male energy, but, um, and then That's I funny. think, yeah, it's supposed to increase like virilian potency in men as well, but yeah, applying it to your junk, um, it acts like a magnet or else you can be drinking this to kind of get her done or having a magical sexy bath where you, uh, <laughs> Uh, air dry a little after so the essence is still upon you and then same with some of the whiny like drinky you know vinegar potions you're chucking some of those berries out in your yard after and some of the liquid to as like a subtle magical like undercurrent signal that you're dtf so damn girl yeah juniper who knew <laughs> who knew yeah. well yeah that's wild uh, I want to thank you for everything. I do have to bounce. Bitty, bitty bounce. Are you going to the farmer's market? Are you going to go home? Okay, fan? bye. <laughs> See you next Thanks episode of the season finale of Witcher's Brew Podcast. <laughs> oh, <it's> genetic. <laughs> I had a frog in my throat. <laughs>